Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is the Juice on the Cues podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Good morning, Syracuse. Welcome back to the Juice on the Cues podcast presented by Rivals.com. I'm your host, Wes Chang. Thanks so much for joining us on this Wednesday, April 25, 2023. It's one of my favorite times of the year because the ice and snow is in the past and it's finally warm again in central New York. It's also the week of the NFL draft. It's been 10 years since Syracuse had more than three NFL draft picks. Now, that was back in 2013 when Justin Pugh, Ryan Nassib, and Shamarco Thomas were all selected. Pugh in the first round, Nassib and Thomas in the fourth round. And we're going to get to see that again this year. Garrett Williams, Matt Bergeron, and Sean Tucker are all projected to be selected this year. Let's break all that down with our great friend, Rivals.com National Recruiting Analyst, Clint Cosgrove. Clint, thanks for coming on the show. How are you today? Fantastic, man. Even better now that we're uh, we're going to talk some uh, Syracuse draft picks. Clint, we'll get you started on this one. Matt Bergeron was a second-team All-ACC player last year, and the Canadian graded fourth among offensive linemen in the ACC. What do you think of him as an NFL prospect? Yeah, I mean, he's got a really interesting story. Uh, you know, just being Canadian and, you know, he grew up playing hockey. Uh, you know, as far as Canadians go, he did start playing football at a, a relatively young age. I think he was, uh, you know, either 13, 12, 13. Um, but that says a lot about his development in a, in a short amount of time. You know, he didn't really have anything going on recruiting wise. Uh, I think he like earned the trip through his school or something, took a bus down to Syracuse camp with a, with a teammate. Uh, you know, the Babers football camp, and uh, he basically earned an offer on the spot and, and ended up uh, committing shortly after, I believe. Uh, he uh, surprisingly, and not due to lack of ability, but just lack of experience and, and playing the American game, you know, he, he played a lot as a freshman, and uh, he, did a, he did a very good job. Um, you know, he, he uh, lined up a little more at right tackle, I think, as a freshman, but uh, he's obviously played the majority of his snaps at left tackle throughout his career, couple at guard. Um, so that gives him some nice versatility. Um, you know, he, he had a little fall off after, you know, you know, outplaying his, uh, his potential probably as a freshman. He struggled a little bit as a sophomore, uh, but has been phenomenal the past two seasons. You know, he, he's a big body. I, I think he weighed in over 320 pounds down at the senior bowl. He's in that six, four, six, five range. Uh, you know, you talk about his versatility, and he has a ton of experience. Um, maybe not uh, longevity-wise, since he, he started playing the game, and especially playing the game in the U.S. at a later stage in his life, but he has over 2,500 career snaps at the college level. Um, you know, statistically and grade-wise from Pro Football Focus 2021, um, you know, it's probably the best season because he only gave up one sack and one quarterback hit in, in 378 pass-blocking attempts. Um, you know, he did give up more hurries that year, uh, you know, uh, with nine. But then in 2022, you know, he gave up five sacks, four QB hits, but only three hurries. Uh, 
uh, you know, those numbers are pretty similar. The result's a little different just because the quarterback got sacked. And a lot of that can be on the quarterback. But, you know, that was over 392 pass blocking snaps. So, you know, the overall production, production has been consistently impressive the past two seasons. Uh, you know, as far as a grade-wise, he grades out significantly better as a pass blocker. Um, you know, uh, and according to Pro Football Focus, he actually only had 33 uh, positively graded run blocks in 2022. And when you watch the film, you know, it, it doesn't really strike you as a guy who struggles at, at run blocking. I think he can excel at it. Uh, I think a lot of it just had to do with, the, you know, the way the offense was run and, uh, again, his, his experience. Um, you know, he worked some at guard down at the, the senior bowl. Uh, some, you know, some, some guys think that that's where his future lies in the NFL. Uh, I think he could be a mauler inside. He does have the athleticism uh, to be a punishing run blocker, I do believe. Um, but, you know, he excels in pass blocking. So uh, I think the versatility of guard tackle, depending on where he ends up, is, is, is you know, it's going to help his value. Um, he's a second or third round grade by most. Um, but I, I see a ton of upside with him. Uh, the thing I like about him is his uh, he does have a lot of college snaps under his belt, so he is experienced, but he is relatively new to the game compared to other linemen that will be drafted in this class, and, and to me, that gives him a ton of upside. You know, he loves football. He cares about it, and, uh, you know, I, I think he could carve out, uh, you know, maybe a potential starter at some point in his career, uh, but you just love the big body and the athleticism that you see on film, and, uh, you know, he's one of those guys that I think has moved up a little bit as as you know, scouts and teams have seen them, uh, you know, in places such as the Senior Bowl. So let's move on to Sean Tucker. As a sophomore, he was a near-unanimous All-American after rushing for 1,496 yards. Not as productive last year, but was still a second-team All-ACC running back. Is he a guy who has staying power in the NFL in your mind? Yeah, you know, he's uh, there's a lot to like about him, uh, you know, and there's, there's some deficiencies as well. Uh, the way that the game's gone in the NFL you know, you don't have as many of your bell cow backs. Uh, you've got to be a guy who can who can really play three downs if you want to have longevity and, and you know uh, make an impact in the league for a while. Running backs already have a you know a low shelf life. But the thing that where he separates himself is his speed. Um, you know, he's he's a low center of gravity guy. One cut, hit the hole. Legit track speed. Um, he can hit the home run, and, and that's big. Uh, you know, at, at the college level, uh, it's you know, you turn on the film and you just see him running by guys. And, uh, and you know, I, I think he does have the speed to do that in the NFL. Obviously, the players are going to be bigger and faster and stronger. Um, but he's a state championship and high, uh, champion in high school, the indoor 55. Uh, he did dabble in track a little, I think, as a freshman or sophomore at Syracuse. He was a sub-seven-second, 60-meter guy there. Um, you know, he, he and from a statistical standpoint, he's one of the best backs in Syracuse history you mentioned. You know, his, his sophomore year being his best, uh, I, you know, he graded out the best as a sophomore, uh, you know, uh, from home run plays to, to yards after contact, all of those. You know, he was he was a weak, uh, little drop off uh, as a junior, but still very productive. Um, you know, I, I like his patience as a runner when you turn on the film. Uh, you know, he fits probably better in a zone scheme. The thing you love about him is he is a patient runner, and when he sees that hole, he hits it. He's at full speed within a couple of steps. You know, the most of his production actually, um, even though he's, you know, your bowling ball type of bat, comes on the stretch zone plays. You know, he had 
uh, I think 70 of, according to Pro Football Focus at least, 70 of his 204 rushing attempts this past year um, were, were on outside of the A, B, or C gap, and he went for 512 yards on those, which was 7.3 yards per carry. And I think that just says, uh, you know, the statement of his ability that if you give him some space, you know, he's got a chance to hit that home run. And that's where most of his explosive plays come when he hits the edge. Um, but, you know, on his other carries between the A and C gaps, you know, he only averaged 4.1 yards per carry, and that's not horrible. Uh, but it is, uh, you know, a, a noticeable difference when he's hitting the edge and, you know, he gets those open running lanes and hits the hole. You know, he does have the stats as an all-purpose back, and I talk about how important that is for longevity in the NFL and, and draft draft perspective, um, you know, but uh, he had 73, and this is, again, according to Pro Football Focus, 73 catchable passes, um, and he, he dropped those. So uh, when you're looking at backs and you're looking for guys who can do a lot of different things, uh, you know, that's going to be a concern for, for some NFL teams. Um, you know, uh, he's going to be a first or second down back. Uh, he's going to have to prove that he can catch the ball on more than just screen plays and things on adequate pass blocker if he's going to be that complete back and, and, and have some longevity in the career. You know, he's taken a lot of hits. He's, he's carried a lot of balls in, in, uh, in college. That, that could be a concern for some. And, um, you know, I, I've seen him graded out as high as the, the seventh back in this class. I've seen him as low as the 15th back. Um, you know, I think he's better fit in a, a zone scheme. He, he could go from the, probably the third or fifth round. Um, but, you know, what really stands out, I say the zone scheme because of his patience as a runner. And then, you know, when that, when that hole is open, he hits it hard and, and, and he can go the distance. Uh, he had a pro day recently. I know there was a concern about a hard condition. Uh, I don't know if that was at the combine where that came up. Um, but the Cardinals, Jets, Giants, and Bills came to his individual pro day. So that could give you an idea of, of possibly, you know, which teams would be interested in him. Um, at the end of the day, I think his tenure in the league will come down to how he can contribute to special teams, um, how he can develop as a pass catcher, pass blocker, and then, um, you know, I think he can be a goal, a goal line running threat. Uh, not that he's, you know, especially uh, gifted with yards after contact, but at the same time, that burst and that low center of gravity, I think he can be a threat on the goal line. So if he can carve out a role somehow on special teams, uh, you know, be a contributor on first and second down and then really develop his, his third down skill set. Um, you know, I think he could have some staying power in the league, but, you know, as a back, it's hard. Uh, and especially the beating that he's taken over the years. Um, you know, he's got a lot of snaps under his belt and he's taken a lot of hits. But, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot to like about him. You get him in the right scheme. Uh, I think he could be very productive. Uh, but, you know, as running backs go, you, you really never know what you're going to get. Some of the best in the NFL, the Austin Ecklers and, and that other world, you know, you, you never heard about him until they got to the NFL. You know, this is a guy who's had some cloud around his name, and, uh, you know, he's put up some big staff, uh, and it'll be interesting to see how that, you know, transitions to the NFL. Clint, we'll get you out of here on this one. Garrett Williams is a two-time All-ACC quarterback. I know he's coming off a knee injury, but the scouts have liked what they've seen from him. Do you like his game? Yeah, his game's phenomenal. Um, you know, he's considered a top-ten corner prospect by some. Uh, he'd probably be considered a top-ten guy by all had he not hurt his knee. And this is an especially deep corner draft class, so that could hurt him. Uh, good thing about knees is you can 
typically fix them. There's, uh, you know, shoulders are, 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 at least for me, from a scouting perspective, are a bigger worry because they nag and uh, necessarily fix those knees. You can usually fix and uh, and go on without having too many problems. And so I think that bodes well for him. Uh, but, you know, is, is the team going to go and jump on him early, thinking that they can get him in a later round? Uh, I don't know. Uh, some people might say it's worth the gamble, and, and you know, that could, that could hurt his uh, – at least, you know, where he goes in this draft. Um, I don't think that it will affect his staying power long-term because he is extremely talented, especially when it comes to man coverage. Um, you know, he could go as high as the second round, probably as low as the fourth round. Uh, but he's a guy uh, – of the three guys, probably, I think he's a guy if put in the right situation. He, he could potentially – have the most success, um, and that's the count to he excels in man coverage. You know, you you watch the film; he is quick twitch, always in phase. Um, rarely do you see players getting separation from him, um, especially in his his press man snaps. Now he didn't have a ton of them in college. He played a lot of off man, played a lot of zone, uh, and even though he's known as uh, you know labeled maybe as a man corner, uh, which to me is big in terms of staying power in the league, uh, his great as a, as a zone defender isn't too much different um, than it is as a man defender. Um, some people will worry about his lack of snaps playing press man because they're going to ask him to do that a lot in the NFL. Um, but he has shown that he can play off man and in his limited press man snaps, um, I'm really impressed with what I saw on film. You know, he's just got great footwork. He can run, you know, he's a big body. Uh, as far as corners go, I know he's listed at like six foot. I think he measured in at about 5'10", 192. I don't know if that was at the combine or the, uh, no, he didn't play in the senior bowl. Um, so I think he probably just went to the combine and measured in there. Um, but, uh, you know, from what I see on film, I think he can excel, uh, as a man corner in the NFL, uh, bigger, uh, than he is. You know, he plays like some of those six, two corners, but, He's got the cover skills of that, you know, that smaller kind of slot guy who can really just – you can put him on an island and, and he'll go out there and he can he can blanket a receiver. Uh, you know, negatives, obviously, uh, the knee. You know, and I talk about, well, they take a chance on him early or gamble thinking they can get him late. But at the end of the day, as long as that knee is fixed, I think he has staying power in the NFL. Um, you know, and like I said, the good thing about knees is big them. So, uh, uh I think, you know, of all the guys, and, and you look at position value in the NFL, you know, offensive line is one of the most valuable positions. Bergeron with his, you know, uh, experience at the college level, the number of snaps that he's played, and then a limited experience, like I said, uh, you know, in terms of uh, lifetime career snaps, uh, I think that gives him a lot of upside and at a position that is highly valued in the NFL. So I think as far as draft status goes, um, he's got a chance to be the first of those three picks, depending on how teams view, um, you know, the knee injury of, of, of Williams. Uh, Sean Tucker, you know, if he gets in the right right scheme, I, I think he could have some staying power, you know, but that position is there's a, there's a lot of turnover at running back in the NFL. So he's going to have to carve out a niche, and he's going to have to prove to be elite in at least one category. If he can do that and he can improve as the pass catcher, on more than just, you know, the screen game, uh, I think he could definitely have some staying power because of the speed. I mean, the kid can flat out run. Um, you know, you'd like to see him create more on his own. He's not cutter. Uh, and then, you know, you go down to uh, the cornerback, and I just, you know, 
for me personally, and maybe it's my bias as a former defensive backs coach, but I just love everything that I see about him. I mean, to me, he, he's got a ton of upside as long as he can stay healthy. Uh, you know, I could see him having a ton of success in the NFL and, you know, his ability to play man coverage it will be highly coveted, especially with teams that like to go either, you know, man free or, or, or zero pressures and, and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, I, I just think he has a ton of upside. And like I said, it could be my bias with defensive backs. But, um, you know, those three players are, are really good for, for different reasons. And, uh, you know, I think they all have a chance. They're all going to get drafted. Uh, and uh, they'll be put in a position to succeed. And it'll just be, you know, do they take advantage of it? And, uh do the right things happen at the right time? Uh, a lot of it is out of your control if you're not a first-round draft pick because you're not necessarily getting the, the reps right away, and you've got to make the most of your reps. So, um, But, yeah, that's kind of my, my limited take on these guys. Uh, you know, I haven't watched hours of film on them, but the film I've watched, all three of them have, have, have enough going for them uh, physically, athletically, um, and production-wise to uh, definitely warrant being selected in this draft. Thank you, Clint. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, I love doing it. Uh, happy to come back whenever. I love talking ball, man. Clint Cosgrove, ladies and gentlemen. You can find more of Clint on the Rivals.com main page, and obviously the man really knows his stuff. It's always great to catch up with him. We'll take a quick break. I'll be joined by 2024 quarterback Evans Chuba after. I'm Wes Chang. This is the Juice on the Cues podcast. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So as I've been talking about in the last few podcasts, Syracuse football spring practice has been in full swing with recruits visiting and the football team getting in their reps. That ended on Friday with the spring game. And one of the recruits that came in the last week of spring practice was 2024 Florida quarterback Evans Chuba. And we welcome him on now. Evans, thanks so much for joining us. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Yeah, Evans, doing well. We'll get you started on this one. You visited last week. How did it go for you? Honestly, it was great. You know, recruiting is just starting out for me because, you know, I came down here a year ago. Um, but I was able to go around a couple programs. And, you know, as far as just the like the facilities and the campus, I mean, it's beautiful. And then, you know, I can get started off with the coaches and the coaching staff. I felt like they were so real, very genuine. Um, they showed a lot of interest. And, you know, they were treating me like um, like I'd hope to be treated, um, you know, as far as, you know, where, where I want to be at as a school, you know. Um, I feel like I was able to speak with Coach uh, Jason Beck and Manny Harris, and we did a lot of film. We did film for about an hour, a little bit over an hour. You know, it was so interesting and very insightful. I would have been, you know, able to go for another hour or two. Um, you know, and then I was, you know, accompanied all day by, you know, uh, Jack, Jack, Tyler, Guillaume, and Michael, you know, recruiting personnel. 
And, you know, they were so cool. They made me feel at home. Um, you know, it was overall a great day. My mother enjoyed it a lot. You know, it was her, you know, one of her, she liked it a lot. You know, it was probably one of her favorite visits so far. Um, and, you know, just as far as, um, you know, just as far as the football program itself, you know, it's power five, it's big time football. And that's what I love to see, you know, in the practice, um, you know, it showed that level of game and, you know, that's exactly where I want to be at. So I really see myself in a, an environment like, like such. Evans, you know, coming to Syracuse, people have a perception that it's all cold and it's all snow. You actually got to visit on a great warm weather day. Did the trip overall change any perception you had of Syracuse? Uh, well, going into Syracuse, you know, I had, you know, pretty, you know, good expect expectations. You know, I knew it was Power Five football. Um, you know, I had the staff reach out to me prior, so you know, I did, you know, expect some, uh, some, you know, some good hospitality. But you know, it was nothing like. It was. It really surpassed all my expectations as far as, um, like you know, genuineness and hospitality, um, and then just just the facility itself. It really um, impressed me and my mother. Um, it was, you know, I mean, it was the, the even the you know the dorm, the living situations, um, and then just just the dome, you know, just and then we went into the dome and how loud it is, you know, just that itself. I wasn't ready for. And then even just the campus, it's a beautiful spot. Everything's very accessible. Um, you know, it did did surprise me a lot. And then we went into practice, and um, they, they so right away they started with the scrimmage. So, you know, just that level of intensity as well. You know, I was all around the board. I was definitely a sur- surpassed anything I had thought for sure. Evans, I know you're from Canada and you transferred to Clearwater Academy in Florida. Now you're starting to get the exposure. You got offers from Massachusetts, Northern Illinois, Alcorn State, Bowling Green. You're doing Power 5 visits to Miami and Syracuse. Anyone stand out to you as a favorite or recruiting you the hardest right now? So, you know, as far as recruiting goes, you know, it's my first spring spring ball where um, I come in with a name because I'm from Montreal originally. So, you know, I'm expecting to, you know, improve myself out here and, you know, gain interest but so far um i've been yeah i've been getting a lot of interest you know this can be a big period the next month or so i've been having uh iowa state reach out uh oregon state um i've been having uh florida state as well um i've been having no i mean big schools um a lot of you know fbs uh fbs and fcs programs um you know i mean like and north dakota state as well uh, USF as well. So a lot of teams are going to come and see me. Um, as far as, you know, teams showing a lot of interest, you know, all the ones that have offered me, Bowling Green, NIU, Bowling, um, UMass, um, Alcorn, you know, I mean, they've been, they've been showing great interest, uh, you know, as expected. Uh, Syracuse is definitely top of the board as far as big schools showing big interest. Um, yeah, that's definitely the biggest school showing me um, uh, a lot of love at, at the moment right now. And, uh, yeah, I'm liking it a lot. They're definitely up there. Evans, did you talk offer with Coach Back? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we did speak about uh, what, you know what I mean, would take for me to get an offer. You know, uh, last year, um, you know, I was new. I was new to um, everything, you know, coming from Montreal, started with a new uh, new team, new chemistry, new receivers. And then we go into, yeah, I mean, we, we, do a, we run a different system, Um and that system, like, asks, you know, requires a lot of chemistry and being on the same page and knowledge of 
a lot of knowledge of football. We go and we we, we do a, we have a choice system. So I mean, there's a little bit of um, little bit of inconsistencies, but as far as you know, and he's come and see me in uh, spring recently, and um, it's it's been a different story. You know, I mean, since last year, and we've been we've been speaking, um, and it's different, diff- definitely levels like like levels levels above what what has been showcased already from last year's tape and if i can get you know traction off you know what i've been what i've done a couple months ago last year then you know sky's the limit with what i'm able to do right now so i just really we're going to keep in touch and then spring ball is going to come and see me again and we're really going to go from there um yeah he really wants to see me in a game setting and or a game like setting you can come see me in spring ball and uh yeah we'll see what it is over there and coach i spoke with coach babers as well the head coach and he just really wants to see me move in person. So we've talked about a couple times now that you're from Canon. You probably know that Syracuse takes a lot of Canadian players and it has a strong pipeline there. Matt Bergeron, I talked about him earlier, but he's about to get drafted. Damien Alfred is a wide receiver from Quebec. Does seeing that pipeline put Syracuse in a different light for you? Oh, for sure. You know, coming from Montreal, I know there's a lot of talent in the city and I can't really speak for for all of Canada, but I'm expecting the same. You know, there's a lot of talent in Montreal for them just to be able to recognize that and capitalize on that. I think that's big, and I think that shows, you know, they know what they're talking about. And, um, yeah, they were pretty international. They showed me a lot of international guys, and I think they know how to deal with it. Um, and it just shows, yeah, I mean, it's very, it's very, um, how do we say, it's very encouraging knowing that they're, they're willing to take international guys. You know, I'm at this point, I've adapted so much to the game, and, you know, I'm 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 a Floridian quarterback, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's not such of a big transition straight from Canada, but just knowing that they're able to take interna- international guys like that, I mean, it's, it's very encouraging, for sure. Evans, last question for you. Do you have a timeline on when you'd like to make a commitment? So, yeah, as far as that, I mean, Coach I'm Coach Jesse and Coach uh, Dan, my, uh, my co- uh, head coach and my OC are helping me out with that as far as recruiting the best time to commit, but you know, we're speaking about it, and, you know, you, we don't want to wait too long. We really want to find a fit as fast as possible and capitalize on it because, you know, the quarterback is a different game when it comes to recruiting. But, uh, yeah, I think going into the season, I want to be committed for sure. You know, we want to have kind of, you know, a decision this summer or even be able to narrow it down in the next couple of months because, you know, it's going to be an explosive couple of months the upcoming right now because we've got spring ball. So we'll have a lot of coaches come around. So, yeah, it's, we wanted to – have an explosive couple months and then be able to narrow it down and then find a fit uh, for, for summertime for sure. Evans, thank you so much. That was awesome. Good luck in the spring ball. We'll definitely talk to you soon. For sure. Thank you. See you soon. Evans Chuba, ladies and gentlemen, keep a close eye on his recruitment because as more coaches come down during the evaluation period, he's definitely going to pile up more offers. And we know that Syracuse loves working with Canadian prospects and just a great guy to speak with. All the best to him as he moves toward a college decision. I'm going to close the show by talking about Donnie Freeman, a 2024 forward from Washington, D.C. There's a lot of momentum behind Freeman committing to Syracuse. There are two future casts on rivals showing Freeman going to Syracuse. One of them comes from the juice online. We've got a source with knowledge of Freeman's recruitment process. And as of right now, we're hearing that Freeman is a significant Syracuse lean. The four-star prospect is ranked 54th overall and holds offers from a slew of high majors. That includes Georgetown, Iowa, Kansas State, LSU, Maryland, and Texas, among many others. What a get he would be for Red Autry as he continues to have an outstanding offseason in his first year as head coach. 
That's it for us. I want to thank my guests, Rivals.com National Recruiting Analyst Clint Cosgrove and 2024 quarterback Evans Chuba. This is Wes Chang reminding you that I'm a man of my word, and that word is unreliable. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast presented by Rivals.com, and we'll see you next time. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.